0: hi everyone hope you enjoyed the grill had to get that one out there just in time for spring the grill's going (laughs) oh that one still makes me laugh but You know, speaking of grilling season, the weather is breaking here in Pittsburgh this week. And I don't know about you, but this caged animal is ready to truly barrel out of here on two wheels. I have spring fever, baby. I need to get out of the asylum and off the reservation. And by both of those, I mean my living room. And I hope that you're listening and laughing and um, continuing to find a little magic in the mundane with me. I I genuinely, I, I say this every week and I'm gonna say it every week. I cannot thank you enough for just the outpouring of laughter and love that you've had for this little engine that maybe can. And so I'm going to continue to show these stories just earnestly and see where we go. But this week's episode points to two of my favorite people in the world who are no longer with us, my grandma and pap, Joe. We mentioned them briefly in the last uh, episode, and I just thought this story is so encapsulating of just who who they are as people this one also goes back in the archives from oh my gosh i you know probably 12 13 14 so hope you enjoy it keep laughing keep liking keep writing those reviews i'm watching every single one of them and i'm loving and i'm loving it and so i can't thank you enough and uh here we go everyone so i really want to dedicate this episode to my grandparents um this one's going to be about them grammy and pappy joe um so sarah and fred <laughs> for those of you that don't know i mean quite the cast of characters and you know I'll, a lot of where i think i get my humor from is is really from from gram I, I think she was just absolutely in her own right crazy, um, but in the best way possible and zany and and just <laughs> always doing something, you know, whether it was like almost popping her eyes out of her sockets and rolling them to just anything to get a laugh and I think I grew up with that and somewhat embodied it, you know that nature versus nurture situation is real so. I wanna tell you this story. I, I can't tell you their whole life story. It's more than a podcast, obviously, but I I definitely have this one pinnacle story that sticks out. And and since I uh, since I brought them up in the last episode, I really thought, you know what, why don't we why don't we talk about Graham and Pap? So God rest their soul, they're no longer with us. But I genuinely cannot articulate just the memories that those two afforded us. And so my um fondest memories growing up were really when they would get to babysit us. Okay. And so Graham and Pap originally had um, a house and where they raised their family was in Brentwood in the South Hills of Pittsburgh on this little kind of sleepy alley called Spangler Avenue. And for those that are local, the little pink Pepto-Bismol house that they lived in with their five kids is still there today. It's still Rosewood as my Graham would very quickly point out, it's not Pepto-Bismol, it's Rosewood. Um, Graham, it looks like a stick of freaking bubble gum. All right. But all right. Anyway, um, they they grew up, th- their family grew up there and they um, raised their kids. And so we would frequent there all the time. But when they eventually moved up North, which again is like sacrilegious in Pittsburgh. So they moved up North to Zilliannopel, They were the new kids on the block. They built this modular home, as you will, in this area called Rock Lake North. And I'll never forget it. It was basically the modern day prefabrication home. Now, they weren't trailers, but they were just these oblong siding homes. One level living convenient for, you know, the aging demographic. So once a year, it was a real big treat. Aaron and I would get to basically go stay up there for almost a full week, right? Which hindsight's 2020. Mike and Patty, good move, right? They're shipping us up to Rock Lake North to go play tiddlywings with Graham and Pap. And uh, it, it couldn't have been a better thing. So Graham was always really fond of the home shopping network, QVC. I mean, she was the honestly original OG gangster of catching a deal. Like this woman was on it. So she was actually a really early adopter to technology and and, and things that you wouldn't expect, right? Like they had a computer, uh, she would email, they were absolutely on their game with that. And they also loved switching out cars. I mean, she switched out cars faster than an insulin pump (laughs) they were diabetic. And it's just stunning to me looking back on it. So if you think about Graham and Pap, just a little visual, Graham is this, you know, I don't know, four foot 10 on her tiptoes. Little bit heavier set roly poly, 100% Irish, fairest skin in the land. I mean, she's basically a diabetic, Snow White eating bonbons. Okay. <laughs> so that's cram. And on the, you know, right side of her always was good old Pap. And so Pap was a little bit taller, uh, had a <laughs> healthy, healthy gut. And, uh, Bald. I mean, definitely get my hairline from Pap Joe. And he was 100% Lebanese. So you look at this couple and you're like, okay, wait a second. What's going on here? And so they were so funny together. And and Pap had a little touch of cerebral palsy. Okay, so he he spoke with a little bit of a side slant. And it was the most endearing thing. And like growing up, you never even knew what that was. And looking back on it, you know, the, the age old thing was that she was always screaming, Fred! Fred, Fred, and he'd be like, yes, dear, you know, with that little side slam. And um, so that's our cast of characters for today. So Fred and Sarah, the pioneers that they are, they're going north. We moved them to Zillion to Rock Lake. They're they're excited. They're having the best day ever. And so one summer, I can't even remember how old I was, but definitely in those like preteen or early teen years, maybe like 12, 13, 14, definitely pre being able to drive. We roll up there that summer, and you know what? We're loving it. This is like vacation. Like, all right, cool, let's roll. It's like a new change of scenery for us. So we go out to dinner at the beloved Eaton Park, and no sooner, this ginormous storm rolls through, right? Thunderstorm, huge Pittsburgh summer thunderstorm comes in, just completely knocks out the power. (laughs) So we are up there with Graham and Pap. Now, Graham Graham has a little bit of a walker. You know, no one over here is Mario Andretti. So she has to take Aaron to the bathroom with a freaking light uh, flash or, uh, excuse me, a um, flashlight. We finally wrap up this meal. We can't even pay. They don't, they have, thank God, cash. They don't have any way to take our credit cards. We get out of there. Well, we get into, they had a Subaru Outback station wagon at the time, which, I mean, just cracks me up to think about it. But we end up getting to the intersection while pulling out of the shopping plaza where the Eaton Park is. There's no light. And we're pulling out onto a major, roadway up there, which is just, you know, four lanes of traffic zooming by. So we're sitting at this light, we're sitting at this light, and we have to get out of here and make a left, which is just, it's an impossible task almost. So Graham rolls down her window with her little hook finger, and she starts flicking off anybody that'll look. And she's like, slow down, you sons of bitches. And we're like, holy shit, this woman's going rogue." So now we're already like fraught because dinner was cut short. The power is still out. We're in this Subaru and we can't pull out onto this highway. Paps like Sarah, that's enough. And before you know it, we just change our course. We're like, you know what? We're going to go a different way home. We can't pull out of here. She's pissed. That's the evening. So the next day, we're just kind of taking it easy. You know, we had a big night out at the Eaton Park and we're just watching a little lunchtime, little lunchtime TV. I believe it was Jungle Book. My gosh. We watched that Jungle Book, I don't know how many times. So we're watching the Jungle Book. Pap is nodding off in his recliner, just absolutely sawing logs in the corner. And, you know, Graham, she's attentive. She's watching this for the 98th time as if it's her first. She's enthralled by this program. Aaron and I are on the couch. She's kind of tiptoeing in a rocker when all of a sudden, There arose such a clatter, and when I tell you the sound of a car door slamming versus the sound of a car crash, that is the continuum of sound we're on, and there is this bang definitely on the car crash side of the sound spectrum for a young whippersnapper, as you will. However, for the more elderly, again, one-level living crew, this isn't even phasing them. I'm like, what the hell? I think we're under attack by the neighbors. Did you not tip them? Literally, I'm like, Graham, what was that? And she's like, oh, honey, those neighbors, (laughs) they're in and out all day. She's like, aren't they so annoying slamming their car doors? I'm like, Graham, there is no way that was a car door. And I'm looking to my sister for some reinforcement. She's like, that was not a car door. I'm like, yeah, we're new here, but that wasn't a car door, okay? Okay. So we get up in the living room. It's this like open floor plan. And I open the front door and all I see is their mailbox completely, utterly mauled down. I mean, this thing's in a million pieces. It was fiberglass. I'm like, oh my gosh, Graham, Graham, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, your mailbox. It's gone. It's gone. The mailbox is gone. And she's like, you know... And here's the thing, her low center of gravity required her to kind of give a good old weeble wobble rock out of this chair. So she had to kind of get like a little chutzpah going. So she's rocking and she's ready to launch. And so next thing you know, she's like straight out of a cannon, launching out of this chair. And she's like screaming. She's like, wait, what? Who did it? What's their name? Who is it? What happened? I'm like, Graham, I have no idea. We better get this figured out. So she's like, Fred, Fred, wake up, wake up. So he like comes up half two from a snore. He's Like, what the hell's all the commotion? Puts his little beret hat on. We all start getting onto the front porch. And, and sure enough, we get outside and look down three doors. And there's this big, ginormous navy Cadillac, turf in the other two yards. Just now it's just parked. The side view mirror's been blown off. It's dangling by the power cords. And this woman, I think, is, I'm sure, the, the driver of this car is in shock. And hopefully, you know, at this point, we don't know if something tragic happened or if she was just sending a tweet. Uh, so, so we're kind of concerned And I'm like, oh my god, Graham, your mailbox is donezo!" and she's like, no, no, no Oh, look, here comes Chip Oh, here comes Chip, he'll fix it Chip, enter the scene Is a five foot on his tiptoes Wearing the black New Balance sneakers Like the Pink Panther himself, sneaking on in And he's like, coming to save the day I'm like, Graham, this mailbox Is in 117 pieces There is literally no way Chip's gonna fix this, but Let's proceed. So now everyone's coming out of their little modular homes, right? This is genuinely Times Square. I mean, there is more energy in this moment about this mailbox than maybe has ever happened in Rock Lake North. So <laughs> we're all out on our porch, hands on our hips. Graham's really going to get to the bottom of this. Paps, like, holy crap! So now we have one neighbor going to check on the Cadillac and the incumbent, right? the The local, uh, <laughs> we'll call her the, the local Amazon delivery gal. Although I think this was before Amazon delivered. Oh, I know it was. Anyway, so someone's going down to check on her. We're not sure why she's peeling wheels through the neighborhood like that. Her side view mirror's gone. We get Chip involved. He's like, ooh, yeah, this is going to be a little more than super glue. You're going to need a new mailbox. And Graham's like, holy shit. Was she doing her makeup? Which is just like a very poetic Graham joke comment. Like, somewhat centered in reality somewhat like what are you talking about she might have had a stroke uh you're in an elderly community so we're all standing around looking at this mailbox and i have to say i don't know how much time elapsed i'd have to tap in Aaron for that but it was a while it was more than just like the five minutes to guess and check like okay cool better put that on the list for home depot this week it was like okay we got to get like forensic files involved let's call the neighborhood hoa should we call the fuzz did her airbags blow what are we going to do with this woman in her cadillac so next thing you know, this woman's exiting her vehicle. She's holding her head. We're like, oh, shit, is she okay? Turns out she was okay. I think she was a little bit of the town drama queen from what we learned. And you know what? To Graham's credit, uh, it's possible that she was putting her makeup on. There were no health implications. She waved off the ambulance that was phoned. Um, and, you know, these people call an ambulance at the drop of a hat. I mean, the, the power could blink. They're like, holy shit, call the cops. And so, you know, I I don't know what that age is like. God God love us when we get there, but us millennials are going to be crazy when we're old. I just know it. So we've now picked up those 117 pieces. It's an Erector set. Chip is definitely declining the offer to fix this mailbox. He's like, mm, uh, no, you better get a, you better get a new one. So Graham's pissed. She's like, this is just not what we signed up for. You know what? The power went out last night. You guys, now my mailbox is trashed. You know, this is not shaping up to be the best week ever. We're like, Graham, it's all good. Now, mind you, again, they're diabetic. So we always had to be pre-trained. Like some of the house rules when you arrived there were that you had to learn how to make a, a hot batch of tang. So that drink tang... You had to put three giant scoops in a tiny glass of water and, and and shake it up fast. And it was basically like think of Popeye eating a spinach. That's what brought Graham back to life after sugar dropped. Now, granted, we only had to do that once, and it was when she kind of collapsed on the radiator, which was a little scary. And we just popped her full of tang. And I, I swear to God, it was like the life's juice. I was like, whoa, there should have we should have stock in tang. Anyway, I digress. So we Get this mailbox sorted. We're like, okay, this is a disaster. Now, mind you, she didn't just take out the fiberglass actual mailbox with the red flag. I mean, we're not getting postal delivery on this this bad boy. She took out the post a bit, too. It was like kind of mauled down. Which, side story my own mother did that once on our street, to the Macowitches. And if they're listening, we apologize, but the dog was puking in the passenger seat. Patty looked again from the wheel for two minutes. So she claims and mauled down the Mackowitches mailbox, blew off her side view mirror, creased the envoy's fucking fender and kept it moving. So this was a, a, a scene we had, you know, this is a movie we've seen before. And, um, you know, there's that. So there's more to that story, but that's for another day. So, we get this mailbox figured out. We're at Home Depot the next day. Pap is excited. I, I think, you know, just like any guy or any older guy specifically, like killing time in a Home Depot hardware store is just like he's enthralled. Plus, it's time away from my gram. God love her. So we get the mailbox. We're gonna go screw this thing in. It's no problem. This one's metal. So, you know, God love Betty Boop and the Cadillac, but this thing, we're we're ready. You fool us once, shame on us, fool us twice. No son your rebob. So we get the new mailbox installed and now it's time to cut my hair. And I did have hair then. I know what you're thinking, Michael, you have three hairs, but I did actually have hair then. So we get into the garage and there's like the garage door open and he's giving me a buzz cut, right? Nothing clever to do here. It's been a buzz cut from the jump. There's nothing but buzz cuts. They're cheap. He used to be a barber by just some small fortune. Well, not really. He moonlighted this one. He worked at Sears Roebuck and Company, which is why I had that affinity for Kmart, I think, if I actually play it all back. Anyway, so he's cutting my hair. We're getting through the final trim phase where he's edging in around my ears and making sure everything looks nice and tidy. Aaron and Graham are inside, probably just making a little snack. And, you know, the drama's behind us. And and uh, so the next thing you know, beep, 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 someone's blowing down the hill. And again, we have PTSD from Betty Boop and the Caddy. And he turns to look just to make sure this new mailbox that he's installed is really going to stay put. And he zaps my, <laughs> my ear. Now, he didn't zap it off, obviously. Here I am today. But he did put a nice little crinkle into the, <laughs> into the side of my ear. Like the upper part of my ear just kind of caught the blades and had a nice little bleed. Nothing major. Just a little nick. I have a little scar there today, which, you know, Cool. So my like, holy shit, that you cut my ear. Now he's beside himself. God love him. He was such, uh, he was just like the gentlest soul. So he's all beside himself. I'm half hesitant to tell Graham because she's going to rip his ears off, like legit. And so I go into the wash tubs, I'm fixing it. And she's like, what's going on here? And I said, oh, no worries. The, the buzzers got a little ahead of us. We buzzed my ear off. <laughs> she's throwing in the towel on this weekend, right? Like from can't pull out with the hooked finger sons of bitches to losing a mailbox to now almost losing my hearing. It was really pretty much a weekend from hell for her. And um, I tell you that story because I just, I absolutely, I miss them dearly. And they were just the funniest of characters, right? Just from their demeanor to their background, to just their interactions, to their vernacular, to just their being. You know, just their shape. And um, I, I, honest to God, could go on and on and on and on about Graham and Pat, but I will never forget the sonic boom that was Betty Boop in that caddy smacking down on that, that mailbox. And Graham's like, ah, that's the car door next door. They're just getting out of the Chevy. It's like, are you on glue? <laughs> Who leaves you unsupervised? Oh, God love them. Rest in peace, Graham and Pap. And uh, <laughs> more stories to come from that motley crew well that's a wrap another barreling in on two wheels in the books thanks for tuning in thanks for laughing along with my incredible grandparents little gram and pap joe it's a fun one i think there'll be probably many more as we go on this journey from those two crazy cats but i um I hope you keep laughing this week. Um, if you're listening to this on Friday, it's supposed to be over 60 degrees. So I hope you are logging off those Zooms. barreling out of here on two wheels. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself this weekend, okay? Have um, a great weekend. You know what I mean? Like us, follow us, do what you got to do. And <laughs> Shameless self-promotion again. And um, I'll see you next time. All right, guys? Okay, thanks so much. Bye-bye.